0: Nobody is going to save you now. You are listening to The Last J Radio Network. Paragon Paragon. 7 Studios. To the Paragon of Broadcasting Excellence, the Lance Day Radio Network, coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm actually out at Opryland Hotel and Resort covering the HFMA Conference, which is one of the biggest healthcare conferences in the country. I'll be hanging out a lot of the time at Water Labs' booth. Water Labs is one of my, my sponsors and business partners. We're at booth 850. So if you're in the building, come on down and, and talk to the homie. I saw my guy, Marcus Whitney, one of the, the biggest venture capitalists in healthcare. I saw him walking around earlier this morning, chopped it up with him. He's been on the show a few times. So we're going to be doing a lot of healthcare coverage this week. But I wanted to talk about a topic that, that I've been glued to the screen throughout the last weekend. Haven't had a chance to, to really get into it. Google the term green boots. And green boots is a a very unfortunate story about a gentleman. I think he was a doctor from either Nepal or India. And he was a part of an expedition to climb Mount Everest. And it's not easy to climb Mount Everest. I don't think that you can just go. they, They issue a finite amount of permits per year. You have to have a Sherpa. You can't just show up at base camp. You gotta be in shape. You gotta you gotta have a doctor say that this person is healthy enough to to make the journey. But this this individual, unfortunately, he did not survive the trek to to Mount Everest. And people people die up there all the time. And this individual, he was wearing a quintessential '90s ski outfit. With neon coloring, neon pink, neon green, neon blue, and a pair of neon green boots. And when you go up, I think above like 25, 26,000 feet, you're in what's called the death zone. There's just not enough oxygen. People die of hypoxia. People go mentally ill. People have issues with their blood clotting. There, there's just so many things that can happen. Not to mention it's it's usually below zero. People get frostbite. And this individual that died, when you die on Mount Everest, there's nobody coming to get you. There's no coroner. There's no yellow tape. There's no helicopter coming to lift your body. You're there, and and you become a landmark. And Green Boots became a landmark for other downstream future climbers of Mount Everest. It's like, hey, when you get to Green Boots, the, the dead corpse, the frozen corpse, That means that we're about 1,500 feet from the summit. And he became kind of a mile marker, so to speak. Terrible way to die. Lonely way to die. It's not, it's not on Mount Everest when if you break your leg or something happens to you out there, it's not like people huddle around you and they, and they give, give you last rites and pray for you. I mean, you're, you're on your own. You're SOL. Because everybody else, their life is on the line. They got to get out of there. Terrible weather, terrible conditions. I was thinking of, of Green Boots while I was watching the coverage of the submersible over the, over the weekend. Green Boots is kind of a, a poster child for, for the fact that human beings are not made to survive or thrive at almost 30,000 feet above sea level. And unfortunately, just like this unfortunate, tragic individual, the people that died in the submersible are, are kind of the same example that mankind going down to the ocean floor, just probably not a good idea. And I'm not making light of it. I don't think it's funny. I saw people putting memes and stuff together and they think that it's funny. And then there are people getting on their soapbox. Well, they're rich. They're billionaires. They deserved it. How can someone that's so rich spend their money to go to the bottom of the ocean when people are starving and there's war and pestilence and COVID. And so many atrocities. I love when we put, we put the, we put the the ills of society on rich people. I just, I just, I'm always fascinated by that. Especially when I have friends that do that, that don't really understand. They're too stupid to understand that if you are an American and you're a middle-class American, that you're probably in the top 5% of wealth globally. 5 to 10%. You're richer. If you're, if you're banging that out, on your iPad or your Apple Watch, you're richer than than the majority of people that, that walk planet Earth. So that kind of sickened me to to see the attitude and the tenor towards these individuals. But this is a short segment because we have so many interviews coming in. But I just wanted to speak on it. Man versus nature. You're just not going to win. Nature Nature beats man 99.9% of the time. I think... Every once in a while, you see clips of people. They're on a safari. They're out in Kenya. On a safari, and they get they decide that they want to get a close up pick of the lion. They want to get out of the they want to get out of the the Land Rover, and get too close to the lion, and that ends up badly. Going to Mount Everest a lot of time is going to end up badly. Even if you live, you might lose your fingers to frostbite. Going on a submersible, I know that James Cameron did it. But going down to the ocean floor, even, you saw that you saw that list that CNN has of, of what happens at different depths. Even the giant octopus doesn't go to the floor. The, the sperm whale, they get to about 8,000 feet, and they're like, yeah, that's enough. They tap out. And I just think I'm not criticizing the people. I'm not calling them stupid. I'm not making fun. But I would just say for mankind, Going against nature, having having the desire to to experience conquest and go to places that other individuals have not had the opportunity to go to, there's a reason that you don't go there. And I would just advise people, if you want to find out what's in the depths of the Amazon or, or if you want to find out what's on Mars, a lot of people want to go to Mars, but you know that's not going to work. We've seen the Apollo. The first cruise that try to get to Mars, that's going to end up badly too. Or if you want to go to the ocean floor and, and see the, the giant squid and, and the and the algae that's down there, take, take some pictures. Stay at home and watch National Geographic. Let James Cameron do that for you. If you stay at home, you're probably going to live. If you go down 15,000 feet below sea level, you're probably not. Lance, Nason. Radio Network. This is Lance J. A.K.A. The Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence. A.K.A. The Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio. A.K.A. The Wolf of Wall Street. The Lance J. Radio Network is now on WWE 1100 a.m. weekdays from 3 to 4 p.m. I've been wanting to get into the Atlanta market for a long time. Listen to me and the rest of the ticket talk sports, politics, healthcare as DJ Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flip Mode squad, shines on the wheels of steel, playing the best in classic hip-hop. Catch the show live or download the iHeartRadio application. And Doug. Got a couple of bullies on your six, Limo. They need customized car insurance from Liberty Mutual. So they only pay for what they need. What do you say we see what this bird can do? We are not getting you a helicopter. Looks like we're walking, kid. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. James Lewis. my My nephew, Bryce, who just turned nine... He beats the brakes off of me at FIFA. He's a soccer player. My, my nephews, Tristan and Bryce, are soccer players up in Cleveland. And every time I see them, we whip out the Nintendo Switch. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flip Squad. It was talking smack to me. And I started to say, I was like, look, Bryce, man, you're you're eight years old. We're about to take this outside and settle it like men. If you keep talking smack. Things get heated. In, in, in battle on the sticks, as we used to call them. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.